No, Razorback fans, you're not cursed. It just feels like you are. You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome into the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. I am your host, John Neighbors. I am also the host of Out of Bounds. You can catch every weekday afternoon from 1 to 4 on 103.7 The Buzz and 1037thebuzz.com. Hope everybody's having a wonderful Wednesday. As we know, uh, Arkansas basketball is going to be kicking off tonight against Missouri, which we'll talk about here in just a little bit. But uh, you heard there in the open about a question that I posed. And the reason I posed the question about Arkansas being cursed, or maybe that is the question, that is being posed at Arkansas being cursed right now is uh, something that's being discussed not only on my radio show, but via people on social media because of how things have gone. And really what it comes down to is it's the football season this past year, as well as the basketball season thus far. Some people may look back and even take into baseball because Teams that are not named Arkansas actually have won World Series, whether it was last year with Ole Miss or the year before that with Mississippi State, and you just keep waiting for your turn to finally get to that point. Whatever it is, whatever length of time you look back upon it, it's something that's being discussed among Razorback fans right now. Because at least here in the modern era and in the modern stage of where things are at right now, you just don't feel as confident. You just wonder, like, hey, this was this was supposed to be the year. Like in basketball, this was supposed to be the year where you had the greatest recruiting class that Arkansas has had in so long, three McDonald's All-Americans. You had a bunch of great transfers coming in, like Trevin Brazil and Ricky Council. You had depth. You had experience. You had the schedule. You had the coach and Eric Musselman. You got it all. And then... Brazil's out for the year and Nick Smith's been struggling with injury. And because of that, the team thus far has not looked as good as what so many of you were hoping for. And even if you look back into the football season, kind of the same thing. So many people were looking into the season and I was one of those who talked about how great it was going to be because Arkansas was going to take that next step forward. They're coming off of a nine and four season and considering where they were just a few years ago, it was extraordinary. You did a really good job in the transfer portal. You had a lot of returning players coming back. You had some guys that were going to be upgrading certain positions. You're going to have Jalen Catalan back as a All-American safety. That was going to help out so much. Like It just seemed like it was all going according to plan heading into the season to where, at minimum, you go eight wins again because you had such a difficult schedule. But, hey, your toughest games were at home. Maybe this was finally the time that you beat Alabama. And you get uh, teams like Cincinnati at home to start. That's tough, but hey, it's at home. You get LSU at home. You get Ole Miss at home. And AM, you can go down there. You can take care of business because you beat them last year. Why can't you beat them again this year? Like all of those things getting thrown around and all those questions and comments were being made, and they had some legitimacy to them. There was reasons to believe that everything was going to go really well for the football team. And they went six and six, seven and six with the bowl victory which wasn't really up to the standard of what so many people had had, rightfully so. So now you're sitting here between the three major sports, you're through one sport and a half as far as their full seasons go. And in both cases, you have been disappointed. You have been underwhelmed. You haven't been happy with the results so far. 
And you're wondering, after looking back to last year and how good things went in three major sports where football took substantial steps forward, basketball once again went back to the Elite Eight after beating the number one overall seed in Gonzaga, and the Razorback baseball team was able to make it back to Omaha, even have a chance to get close to playing for a national championship where they didn't even host a regional or a super regional coming off of a year where they were the number one team in the country. So things went really well for you last year. Maybe you got spoiled. Maybe it was something you just expected, but then this year comes around and you just don't have the same vibes. Now, let me be clear in saying this, that this basketball season is far from over. There's a lot of time left. I still believe that this is going to be a better year than what you're seeing right now. And it's going to end up being a better team than what you're seeing right now. I think it's going to get better. I think they're going to be a team that, yes, gets back to the NCAA tournament. Uh, I think Nick Smith is going to play. Like I still think and have good vibes and positivity for this basketball team. I think the baseball team is going to be great as well. But at the end of the day, nobody cares because it's like, all right, we'll just win it all. Once you win a College World Series title, that's really all we care about. So we don't care about the rest of the stuff. Just go out there and you got to win now. And until you do that, nothing impresses us. I get it. That's the expectation. But I still think they're going to have a good enough team to possibly get to that point and maybe even win a College World Series title. And then you have football kind of going into spring football, and then in the summer, they're still figuring out some things. you got to hire another defensive coach. they got to be able to uh, put together some more pieces on the roster, build some depth. You know, Whatever it may be, all of these things you're trying to put together. But right now, in this stage, people are feeling down. They're feeling like this is just the, this is the way. This is the way of Arkansas. And as long as you're a Razorback fan, these are the things that are going to happen. But anytime that you get a high expectation or you feel really good about it, it's always going to come crumbling down on you and make you feel awful. That's the way some of you, not all of you, but some of you feel. And let me be clear in this. I get it. I get it. Now, I look back upon my fanhood of Razorback athletics and think about some of the major disappointments that in my short life here on this earth, I experienced and how heartbreaking it was. You know, I always talk about the first memory I had as a as a sports fan for the Razorbacks was the time where I finally could feel like I could pay attention to Razorback football and follow it. You know, like you, it wasn't just something you kind of, you know, out of out of sight, out of mind. Like I was actually into it. And it was in 1998. And I remember when Clint Sterner fumbled that ball against Tennessee on the road. I was devastated. I, you know, I remember the, the Reggie fish, uh, you know, dropped punt that went to the end zone and Florida ended up scoring and winning the sec title after Arkansas was on such a roll at that point in time. I remember the drop foul ball in baseball just a few years ago in 2018 would have won you a college world series title. Like I remember all those things. I know a lot of you do too. And a lot of you probably remember things that even go further back than me. And from what I remember, some of you may remember things that happened the 90s and in the 80s and the 70s and the 60s and so on and so forth as far as things that happened that were disappointing, that were devastating, that were heartbreaking, that just made you question everything as to why. Why am I a Razorback fan when these are the things that keep happening? When these are the things that keep happening to me as my fandom where I feel like I'm getting punished like any time that I feel a little bit good about myself and a little bit good about my team where I can finally talk some trash and feel confident, something happens to just take it away from me or ends up not being as good as what I felt like it should be, just gets taken. 
feel cursed. I feel like that's just the way it is. You feel cursed. And I know the feeling. I think back to when I was a kid and then after that sterner fumble, you know, my dad, I was actually at my grandparents' house watching the game and me and my brother were just devastated. I mean, we were, I, I was crying. I think I was only nine, 10 years old. I was crying profusely. And my dad called me on the phone and he was just kind of, you know, trying to calm me and my brother down. And one of the things that he brought up, my dad, who grew up a Razorback fan, told me, he's like, is it, does it hurt? You know, is it, do you feel a lot of pain? Is it, is it, you sad about this? It's like, yeah, it hurts. It hurts bad. Well, I never forget what he said. This is what it's like to be a Razorback fan. These are the feelings you're going to have as a Razorback fan, where you're so close, you're right there, and somehow, some way, it gets taken from you. That whole feeling just, just whoosh, rips your heart out. And no truer words have ever been spoken, because my dad, who experienced the 1969 shootout, he knew all about it, and he knew about the frustrations, as so many of you do, too. But I bring all that up and just talk about some of the maybe the bad memories or things that you all have that we all have as Razorback fans to maybe put a little bit of a different spin on it. For those of you who are feeling down and feel like, you know, this is just never going to be something that works out for you. That this just, hey, this, I'm, I'm a Razorback fan. We're not going to win a championship in any major sport as much as we, we put money into it and as much as we care and we're passionate and, and everything, it's just not in the cards for us. It's not going to happen in any major sport. It's just, why am I this way? Why did God make me a Razorback fan? Some of you may even ask. Well, being the silver linings and the glass half full guy that I am, I think back to 1994 when Arkansas won a national championship in basketball. Yeah, that was a long time ago. And it's not really relevant to this day and age as far as, uh, you know, what it means to kids these days because they didn't really get a chance to experience it as much. And some of you sometimes, like myself, probably question, how in the world did that ball go in? How did Scotty Thurman's shot go in, knowing Arkansas's luck? Well, sometimes things just happen like that. Sometimes things do go your way. When all things are dark and you know you don't understand it and you get frustrated by it and, and and all of that sometimes when you least expect it it actually does go your way you know in baseball there's been times and opportunities that you've had it but to get to the point to where you're at to where you're consistently making it into the college world series trends and also history would tell you that one of these times it's getting, you're going to break through it's going to happen for you but you're there you're there in the mix. Same thing with basketball. You won a title in 94 and you got a phenomenal coach in Eric Musselman. And yeah, you got two of your better players injured right now, but you're there. Your team and a program that is looked upon as being one of the best programs in the country with one of the best coaches in the country with consistent high level recruiting rankings where you're bringing guys in that are top tier five-star McDonald's All-American kids that are not even just from the state of Arkansas, but are wanting to come and play for Arkansas because of the program that you have, that you have with your coach, Eric Musselman, that you've been building for so long. They want to be a part of it. You're there. 
You're in the mix. And even in football, yeah, this past year didn't go great. I get it. Everybody's frustrated by it. True. Six and six is not something this team should have done. But, I mean, you're not about this close to being 10 and two. Woulda, coulda, shoulda, doesn't matter. But I'm just telling you, you're not getting embarrassed. You're not a laughing stock. You're not, you know, people aren't just dumping on you because you're so irrelevant in the landscape of college football. You're there. A few plays here and there, a few players here and there. Maybe the adjustments that have been made on the coaching staff and on the roster, all of those things, you're there to break through. Does that mean a national championship in football? I don't know. Probably not. But there's no such thing as an Arkansas Razorback fan of having an impossibility when it comes to the programs at that university in their athletics. There is no reason why in all major sports that you can't compete for national championships. You have it all. You have everything you need. It's not saying it's easy to do, and it's not even saying that it'll happen. But you have the pieces. You have the ability. Just a matter of putting it all together. That's why I don't believe Arkansas is a cursed program or anything like that. If anything, Arkansas is a program that so many different people and so many different schools across the country would die to have. The amount of support, the amount of money, the great facilities, the greatest place, the, the, the way that fans will flock to success no matter the sport, like big facilities, all of that. Do you know what the majority of college basketball fan bases and schools would do to have 5,000 people at a basketball game? You have a place that holds nearly 20,000 people. And whenever there's only 5,000 people, that means the things are bad. Other places would die to have that. Baseball. You know what people would do to have 1,000 people at their baseball games? with anywhere close to the facilities that you have. They die for stuff like that. You have it. Even in football. Very competitive in the SEC. But you know how many people would love to have 70,000 plus people at their football games? And the money and the facilities and the rabid fan base and support that they have? People would die for that. It's okay to be frustrated. It's okay to be critical. It's okay to be annoyed. And it's okay to be down. But don't ever let anyone convince you that the Arkansas Razorback Athletic Program is cursed. Or that things are just never going to work out or pan out. Because that's just the way it is. You have plenty of opportunities to make it happen. Plenty of possibilities in front of you. And plenty of reason to believe that at the University of Arkansas and the athletic program that you cheer so hard for and you pay so much for and you care so much about, they can achieve the greatest of all greats, no matter what the sport. Because you, as a fan, believe in it. You, as a fan, understand it. And this university and this athletic program feeds on that. To where they expect greatness as well. You're not cursed. 
You're not cursed. You're just annoyed and frustrated. But I believe it'll all turn around here soon. Folks, I got to tell you about betonline.net. They're your number one source for all sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. And you can get all the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. For NFL football, which you know the playoff season is right around the corner. And also, you got great things like the NBA going on, too. They got it all at betonline.net. So if you love sports podcasts and you love all those different types of things when it comes to betting, you can find those at BetOnline as well. They're the fastest and easiest way to get on all of your sports betting info. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more over at BetOnline, where the game starts. You are locked on Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, so moving on with Arkansas and Missouri. So tonight, they're going to be facing off against each other in Columbia and what Arkansas desperately needs a win because they only have one SEC win so far this year, and it is to Missouri at home where they were actually down by 17 points. For those of you that don't remember, they were down 17 points, and they came back and won at home. And Missouri's sitting at 2-3. and three. Uh, They have wins against Kentucky and Vanderbilt. You know, Vanderbilt, a team that you just recently lost to, uh, they beat Kentucky in the early part of it. Got just smoked them pretty good, actually. Uh, but they did lose to Arkansas. They also lost to AM by nearly 20 and lost to Florida by nine points. So both teams are really needing some good vibes and some good success. And uh, according to Bet Online, Arkansas is one point dogs in this one as of right now. So things can change, but man, do you do you need a win? And you know, I can sit here and go through the stats and go through the numbers and say, oh, this is why Arkansas is going to do this, and this is why Arkansas is going to do that, and this is why Missouri needs to be stopped for that, blah, blah, blah. Like, I, I could go through all of that and say all those things, and it would all be correct, and it would all be right. But that being said, does not it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Stats going into the Vanderbilt game did not matter, okay? Because if that was the case, Arkansas should have won that game going away. But they didn't. Stats mean something, but they don't mean everything. And so with Arkansas and Missouri in this game, a team that just faced off against each other two weeks ago, mind you, uh, stats don't really care. I know that Missouri is capable of scoring a lot. They give up a lot, though, uh, but they're very effective offensively. They can't rebound to save their lives. They're not a good rebounding team. Uh, They do get a lot of steals, so they try to get out in transition, try to run up and down the court, which I think Arkansas is perfectly capable of, too. But I also think that Missouri, when it comes to a, a fundamentally sound team and a team that can crash the boards as well as Arkansas has been doing, uh, it could be very problematic for them. But I, I, again, love what always Eric Musselman can do in adjustments. I don't think this team is going to mail it in. I don't think they're going to give up. And I think the biggest problem for Arkansas, as we all know, has been their offense. Well, I think after the Vanderbilt game, they have a little bit more confidence in their offense. Going to try to get some other guys involved, maybe try to go – uh, a little bit bigger down low to throw them off a little bit. Missouri's going to play that zone again. Can Arkansas actually hit threes? That's going to be the case. I think it's easier said than done. I think they're capable of it, but they got to actually show it too. So forget the numbers. You got to get better performances and the best performances out of Ricky Council and Anthony Black. Those are the two dudes that you have to have play nearly the entire game and play their A game or at least play good enough to, to be great offensively and shut down defensively. I'd want to see somebody else step up though. You need that third guy consistently. I thought it may have been Jordan Walsh, but man, he's been struggling a lot here recently. So I don't know if it's him. Can it be one of the Mitchell twins? They've shown and flashed some signs here and there. Could it be them? Could it be Devo? 
Devo does a really good job defensively, but can he add a little bit into the mix offensively too? Where not to say he needs to shoot a lot of threes, but can he just, you know, be at least a little bit of a threat with that? Maybe so. Jalen Graham, what if it's him comes in to try to help out? I think Arkansas's defense will do a good job against Missouri, just like they did in the pre previous game. But it's going to be can Arkansas actually score and give what or take what Missouri ends up giving them. That that's the difference. But they're also going to go after Arkansas and try to make it chippy, try to make it nasty, try to make it to where uh, they're going to try to you know make Anthony Black or Kamani Johnson or whoever try to make a mistake into it and start having issues to where suddenly they have problems and technicals get fouled like because they know it's on film and they're going to go at you. They're going to try to mix it up a little bit with you. So got to be ready for that. I think Muss and his guys will be ready. I think Arkansas will be ready. I think the team will be ready. Uh, you, you cannot get down by 17 and expect to come back every time, just like you did this past game. But I think you have enough pieces in place to be able to at least win this game. And if you win this game, Razorback fans, you got a really good favorable schedule in front of you to where maybe you can reel off a few of them. Because if you beat Missouri, you should beat Ole Miss at home. You should beat LSU at home. You go to Baylor, which they're not unbeatable, but it'll be tough no matter what. We'll see. But then you got AM at home, who I think is beatable at South Carolina, beatable at Kentucky, beatable, Mississippi State, beatable. Like you've got a pretty favorable schedule to where you can reel off some big wins and get back on track. So you got to start somewhere. Remember last year, Arkansas did it on the road against LSU when no one thought they would win and they were in a slump and they turned it all around. Why can't it be that way against Missouri tonight? I guess we'll find out. I uh, got to say a little RIP and Godspeed to Tusk Five with a tribute to him as he passed away just yesterday. We'll talk about that on the other side of the break here on the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, so final segment here on the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. Sad story, sad news that came out on Tuesday about Tusk Five, the live mascot for the University of Arkansas. He passed away this past Sunday on January 15th. Outside of his home in Dardanelle, he died of natural causes and was laid to rest on the Stokes family farm, which the Stokes have been involved with bringing the live uh, mascots uh, for Arkansas over the past, I mean, forever, it seems like. But uh, he was born on 20, in 2018. Uh, he, he didn't make it to quite five years of life. But he definitely had uh, a lot of success to as part of being Tusk Five and being out there on the sidelines there too. So uh, it, it's funny how the official statement and press release from Kevin Trainer at the University of Arkansas says Arkansas one had three bowl, bowl bids and won two bowl games during Tusk uh, time and tenure with the University of Arkansas. He also led the Hog Walk and appeared on the sidelines, and he had a lot of appearances. I know people like Alyssa Lang, who's friends of the podcast. She Always enjoyed seeing Tusk. Laura Rutledge was another one that loves Tusk. So Tusk was very, very well-known and very famous. And uh, he definitely had uh, a lot going on to, uh, to what he was doing. And, you know, big part of everything that goes on with the traditions and whatnot of college sports. But uh, he took over after his father, Tusk Four retired in 2019. And so now they're going to be uh, getting another Tusk in place for this upcoming season. So... Those uh, Razorback fans who want to leave a message for the Stokes family or share a favorite memory of Tusk 5 can leave a message on their Facebook page at Arkansas Tusk. You can also uh, donate to his memory, too. So here's my thing. Uh, you know, obviously, it's sad to see anytime a, a live mascot 
ends up uh, no longer being with us here. But I'll say this, and this is, you know, call it bias, call it whatever you want. But to me, Tusk is one of the coolest, if not the coolest, live mascot there is out there. Just as unique as the Razorback mascot in general. You know, there's nobody else that really has, uh, at least of any major sport, that have Razorbacks and pigs as their mascot. Arkansas embraces it. We love it. It's just part of it. But to actually have a live pig, like a Russian boar, a Razorback. I know it's not officially a Razorback, but Russian boar, one that is just as mean as a Razorback and get after you as a Razorback, um, is, is just so cool and unique. Like, nobody else has that. Like, I know, like, it's easy to get a bulldog. I mean, come on. Like, a live mascot bulldog, pfft, tiger, whatever, boring. Or what about a cow down there in Texas? Sweet. Or a do collie dog or whatever what A&M does. All right, great. Those are all fine. But Arkansas has a pig, a boar, something that's mean that'll hurt you if you if you mess with it. Just like I know the other people have tigers, but that didn't impress me. A pig impresses me. A boar and a razorback, that impresses me. Because that's just something you see every day. I can go to the zoo and see a tiger. Can't go to the zoo and see a razorback. So, yeah, that's what I thought. But anyways, Godspeed, Tusk 5. We love you. Can't wait to see what's in store for Tusk going forward in the Tusk family. And uh, you know, condolences to the Stokes family during this trying time as well. Appreciate everybody listening into Locked on Razorbacks podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or on Google Play. You can also get after me on Twitter at BuzzJohnNeighbors for any questions, comments, concerns that you may have. We'll keep it going from there. Same podcast time, same podcast channel tomorrow afternoon. Have a great day, everybody. We'll see you then.